Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing, everybody? This is uh, another episode of uh, Nowhere's Bard Podcast on the Family Podcast Network. Uh, you know me. This is your host, Mo, joined by my man, Chris Mack, over at ATL. Um, yeah, this is uh, crazy times, man. Crazy times. Episode 21. Our, our, our baby is legal now. Oh, yeah. It could drink alcohol. That's right. It, it, it could get a nice, some crown. Uh, some, 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 Sky, some, um, some Sky Faka, you know, some, some Pinnacle, you know, uh, for the, for the real nasty folks out there, you know, got Grey Goose. Uh, I I, I grew up on Faka, dude. So I, you know, I'm a Faka guy, but I I definitely would do some Crown and and some Jack as well. And and of course, Hennessy, you know, but you know, but yeah, yeah, it's legal. It's a legal age. Yes. (laughs) Real illegal age, as I call yeah, 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 yeah. The the old school legal age of 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 drinking. I feel you know they change the laws every day, a few years around different states and whatever. But anyway, man, uh, not to not to go on a tangent, everybody. Um, but yeah, uh, this is it's a lot going on. Uh, what a week this has been in sports. Um, you know, a lot oh, of us. No are, question, man. Um, it, it's uh, but you know what? Before um, before we go into anything. Um, uh, you know, as of this recording, um, you know, is the, I think this is two year anniversary of Kobe, um, that, that, that tragedy, um, happening with him, his daughter and, um, you know, a lot of her, um, her, her teammates, um, you know, it's kind of crazy that it's already been two years, um, and how it has flew by so quickly. Um, but, uh, but Hey man, like, (laughs) Hey, you know, yeah, it really is wild, man. It's like I, I, I could, I mean, yeah, it's been two years, but it still feels like it was like yesterday or that day yeah, that does, it wouldn't happen. And yeah, it, like I, like I, I, I remember where I was. Like I know I, I couldn't believe it, you know, because I was debating on going to Wizards and Hawks game that day, and you know, I, I was mulling over that because. uh because uh, I wasn't feeling well at first you know, during the weekend, um, you know, you know, my girl, she she let me know she um she said that Kobe passed, and she couldn't believe it. Yeah, like, I, neither of us could believe it until we saw the confirmation, you know, from Woj, Woj and then saw it right on ESPN that it happened. And like you know, I, I don't think a lot of us has still fully recovered from it, but no. I know that. I was done for two months straight and it was hard for me to watch a single game of basketball after that point. Yeah, it was, um, it was a very surreal day. Um, I, I remember, um, I was at home, I was sitting on the couch and I was just, um, checking my, my, my Twitter timeline and, um, and I saw something about it. Um, I think TMZ had put out a little tweet about it. And, you know, it was one of those things where you're like, what? You know, you hope that it was like a, like it was in, tweeted in error or, you know, the, the tweet was going to be deleted or whatever the case is. Um, but but nah, um, that that happened. And then it, it just started a um, it was like a domino effect. Um, you know, you, you see that. And then one thing that another person speaks about and all of a sudden it was just spread like um, spread like crazy. And. Uh, you know, it's one of those things, you know, like a lot of people be posting fake deaths and, and news reports and stuff and nobody wanted to believe it. 
Um, you know, I, I I certainly didn't want to believe it. It just it just didn't make sense. It was like like what? Like it just didn't seem real at all. The like there was no yeah. logic behind it. And um, but slowly and slowly, then then they started. You know, over in L.A., uh, I think it was the KTLA, and, and you know they their their Twitter account, and then they were reporting it, and and it just was um. Just was weird. Uh, it just that's like the the initial feeling. It's just like you just didn't want to believe. You didn't believe it was real. You thought it was one of those things that like, all right, you know, all right, TMZ, fuck you, you know, fuck you guys for for reporting some trash ass yeah, man. report or whatever. Um, but it's just unfortunate that everything turned out to be true. And I remember at first. They were saying like Rick Fox was on was it with the with him on on the heli- in helicopter. Yeah, man. I, I, it was a very wild. It was a very wild, well, surreal. It was it was, like, it, was, it, was it was insane. Like hour. Of yeah. Trying to get all the details out. Yeah. And yeah. and when the details really were starting to come through, man, it just got worse and worse. Yeah. You know? Exactly. It's uh, it's a, it's a shame. It really is a shame. And, and, you know, he was really starting to, um, you know, he was really, I want to say start, like he was definitely embracing everything post, you know, you know, NBA in his, in his retirement, man. But, um, but, you know, it was like, you kind of, you kind of started, was starting to see him, you know, kind of open up more. Um, you know, we yeah. always, we always saw him as just, you know, that the player that he was on the court and, you know, whatever sound bites through interviews and and stuff like that. Uh, but as far as like him, just as a person outside, I mean, off the court, and you know, people close to him knew who he was off the court. Um, but it just wasn't one of those things that you saw a lot of, and you know, and then you know, of course, the commercials too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's we- just uh, it's just one of those things that you just never. It was. It's like that saying, you know. You never know what you had, you know, until it's gone. Um, and it 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 just was rather unfortunate. I mean, I know I always was a, uh, you know, I always had had my moments of cr- criticisms with uh with Kobe, what he did on the court, uh, whatnot. But it always stayed on the court, you know, my criticisms. Um, and you know, it, it's just. It, it just was a, it just was a hollow feeling for sure. And it just, like I said, it just sucks. All that stuff happened. And, you know, like I said, all, all his daughter and all the, uh, the other girls that were on there, you know, in the helicopter and they were, it's just was, uh, it's just one of those situations that you wish that could have, if, if there was a redo, you know, you wish that they would have oh, traveled yeah. another route another method instead of the helicopter but i, I you know yeah. it's 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 unfortunate man but uh but no but i i, I didn't want to i didn't really want us to get into anything else until you know uh a- a- acknowledge that but um you know but uh kobe's uh you know still to this day love and prayers to to uh vanessa and, and the, his family and, and the other the families of the other people that were you know on that helicopter ride and and um it's just very unfortunate man but uh but yeah um but on that note um since we touched an nba um 
I know it's been a very uh, rough 24 hours for you, sir. I don't know how what, what would be a better way to segue any of this uh, after that. Um, <laughs> uh, because, you know, you, my, my emotions, yeah, as you said, they're, they're already in a wreck right now. Because from my. What? I don't know what the fuck is up with my Washington Wizards, bro. I really don't. Like, it's funny because, you know, I, I was just peeping the score. You know, yesterday, and I saw that we were up big, and you know, I didn't pay 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 any mind to it because you know I was attending to other other matters. Um, because I was you know during that um during that night, and you know, as the fourth quarter rolls around, see that they're up by fifteen, and I'm like, okay, well, fifteen points, fifteen twelve points, well, six minutes ago, you know, I, I guess you know I could just go and uh call it a night and uh, get ready to watch the other games that are coming on. And as time time went on, I checked the timeline and I see everyone slandering the Washington Wizards. I'm like, what the fuck? Why are y'all slandering the Wizards? Like, I'm like, they I'm like this is like when the, you know the Wizards would catch them heat every now and then when they do lose, but not not at this level. So I'm going and checking to see what what's going on, and I find out that they blow a 35 point lead in the second half. Yes. It allowed the Los Angeles Clippers with no Kawhi Leonard, no Paul George, not even not even any of their starters. They didn't have much of the starters out there. Drop eighty points on them in the second half, <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck just happened?" So I I checked the highlights, <laughs> and throughout that whole second half, I, I'm seeing like you know Jay Scrub and a bunch of other uh you know. Yo, second string, third string Clippers just run, keep yeah. running. They, like they, they kept running the entire time, and the, the Wizards showed no effort on defense. Uh, they just let each member get to the basket whenever they can see and saw fit. And Amir Coffee, man, he dropped twenty nine points on them. <laughs> yeah, and Luke Kennard, like they they gave up a four point play. At the buzzer <laughs> to complete for the Clippers to complete an incredible comeback. And, you know, shout out to the Clippers, man, because they're known for doing stuff like this. And they, they already have an identity within them that dates back to when Doc Rivers was coaching the team. Like they're always underdogs. And it didn't matter who's on the floor with them or who they have lined up, they're going to play until the buzzer. And that's what they did. They saw them do that when they came back from a 31-point um, deficit against the Warriors um, three years back. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they've had big comebacks this season so far. And so this, with no starters again, it was pretty astronomical. And I, I can't believe, like, how the Wizards just gave up so easily within that <laughs> second half. It didn't even try to fight back. <laughs> it, was, it was just pathetic. It did, it, 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 you know, I was just so blown, mystified by it. I, I, I just chose to just try to go to sleep. I, I didn't realize that there was a space that was happening, a Twitter space that was happening that lasted damn near four hours. <laughs> There's so much anger and disgust from the Wizards fan base on how this team performed. And I don't know, man. The trade deadline is next week, I believe, or in yes. two weeks. And 
it's about time that you know the the Wizards try to do something. Uh, I don't know what, I don't know how, uh, but Dinwiddie and Beal just do not fit. And they just haven't messed well at all this season. And there will be times where Beal is not playing or starting. Uh, Dinwiddie will have these great games. Like mm-hmm. he will put up 20, 20, maybe 30 points in the night and, and have like 12 or 14 assists. And he will be marvelous. But whenever Beal is in the lineup with them, he just decides to cower up and 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 not not be aggressive. Where you know West Sunsell, West Sunsell Jr., the head coach of the team, right? He continues to tell him to be aggressive, but he chooses not to. And it, it is very confusing, man. I don't I don't understand why. I know he also is coming back from a knee injury as well. He's a partially torn ACL. And at times, they will have to rest him on back-to-backs. But I don't understand why he doesn't decide to try to be a dynamic duo or, you know, and have a, a, a double-pronged attack with Beal. Like, why does he decide to just defer to everyone when he's on the floor as opposed to trying to, you know, get buckets when he can? You know, that, that and because of his tenderness and, you know, and his – um. And being just timid on the floor, whatever Bradley's here, that opened up for Kyle Kuzma to be the the second option, which has been working pretty well for us. I mean, he's been having a, a great year uh, so far. Uh, and within this last month, man, he's averaging close to 27 points per game mm. uh, and with double-digit double rebounds. So he's been excellent. But there will be times that Kuzma, Montrezl Harrell, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, as – they provide a lot of good, solid individual stats. They they lapse. They still have those moments where they do lapse a lot, and mm-hmm. they'll have dumb plays, and and they'll just have this poor decision making. But I, I I just don't know what to do with this team, um, because you know there might not be. I don't know. If there's like a proper locker room leader there that's able to galvanize these guys and keep them in line and focus. Uh, because Brad Brad isn't isn't that type of dude, you know. Neither is Spencer, and you would think someone like Montrez Harrell would do that or Contavious Caldwell Pope, but none of them are talking. Like no no one is tra- trying to be you know a guy that's looking to want to win for the team, right? And, you know, and most of these guys that we have on the team, as talented as they are, most of them are in it for themselves. You know, like Trez, I know, I believe he's in a contract year right now. Uh, Kyle Kuzma's in a contract year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I believe you know, in KCP, like a lot of these guys, you know, they're they're not really focused on trying to, you know, do much for the team. They want to go and get their touches. They want to go and get their, you know, their, their points and their rebounds and, and not provide much. But, and, but you know, it's, 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 it's it was something to expect coming into this um from that trade with Russell Westbrook, like we have these guys that are they're good, they're serviceable role players they, that have chips on their shoulders, uh, and you know at the start of the season it it looked like it was going to like turn out to be something really good, but you also have to consider the fact that not only I've had low expectations for them coming into the season. A lot of the fan base did, 
even the league did. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, those first few games, I'm pretty sure they caught they caught teams slipping, just like what the Hawks did last year. Mm-hmm. And right. now, you know, with the league tightening up, a lot of these contending teams are starting to get into, you know, playoff mode and start to build up wins and get into positioning. And they got a few games under their belt. And they're getting their cardio going, and and a couple of the big stars had their big games that they're in the flow, and they're there in the season flow, and they're in the game flow. They're beating the shit out of the Wizards, man. Whenever they get a chance, like <laughs> they're taking they're taking this team seriously now. And you know, sometimes Washington will have it. You know, they will be getting going, and they will, they will perform and show up. And then there will be nights that their their foot is off the pedal, and they're down by. 30 points going into halftime themselves and they just don't have it. And they, they'll try to come back late, but it's just not enough. There's yeah. no real consistency with the team. Uh, despite the fact that we're healthy now, this is the first time this season that we've been completely healthy, getting back on Rui Hachimura and Thomas Bryant. Yeah. But as a result, you know, we're playing 12 man lineups, try to get everyone game time. And as opposed to centering on a concrete, nine or ten man rotation where you know we could get the best out of um Hachimura we get the best out of Thomas Bryan or get the best out of Daniel Gafford whose minutes has been cut drastically because of this um but he's also falling into a slump um getting into foul trouble early which is uh you know which has always been one of his um you know negatives of his game and you know now it's just well, we don't have him on the floor as much as before. You know, our defense does take a hit, and it definitely did last night. Um, and I, I just don't know. It's, it's clear that, we you know, we – I don't know if it's really a, a much of a factor of needed to trade for players. It's just that we just have to get a better rotation and and, and some focus and, 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 a, and, a, and a voice in the locker room that's taking this shit seriously. You know, yeah, and I don't know. We I don't know. We have that. We probably might have to get a player that could do that, but right, it's not, it's not showing right now with uh, with the current roster that we have on hand. And that's what I was about to point out too. Um, that you got as far as leadership on the team, like you would thought, you would have thought somebody like a, a, a you know Beal would have taken upon that that spot as the leader. I mean, since he's been there for so long, um, but I, I guess certain players are just not. They just don't have that type of. I don't want to say. I don't want to say. Nah, leader. he's never. He's never been like that. I, I don't know, want to say leader mentality, but it's just. It's just. Yeah, I just never got off him from him. Uh, just that type of vibe from him, as far as like he's he he's a leader on in the court or maybe off the court in the locker room or whatever. Um, just never really got that uh, uh, type I'm, of body I mean, language from him. I mean, if you consider last season when we had Russell Westbrook, yeah. Um, and really, it, it was Russ. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the guy that led the team, especially, you know, towards this time of the year where he he just was like, fuck this. I, I'm not taking a backseat anymore. I'm going to take over. And yeah. he was the guy. He was the guy all the way through. We don't have a player like that anymore. Like, no. Trez is loud, but I don't see him talking. <laughs> and right. to be quite honest, it's hard to really believe someone like him. Trying to uh, you know, gal, you know, put together a team and, and fire a team up to do something. 
uh, I, I, that, that that nigga, no, I, I don't, I don't believe in him <laughs> when it comes to that. But he's still good. Um, yeah. I d- don't believe that in Kuzma. Uh, I, I want to believe that in, in KCP, but I, I don't see that from him either. You know, yeah. so there's just no guys on that team that are vocal enough to really, you know, put a team together and make make them feel that you know that they're really in it to win this. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you guys is gonna have to go. I mean, I don't know. Like, like you said, beginning of the season, caught on fire. Maybe caught some teams slipping um, by surprise. Nobody would have, you know, guessed it. I guess initially, but, um, but of course, a, a, as the season goes on, and then you know, teams get they they, they get that cohesion together, and then they the chemistry working, and then they and, you know, and then get past the initial COVID stuff too, you know, because you can't take you yeah, got to take that sure. consideration. There's a lot of there were a lot of teams that were dealing with the COVID stuff in the beginning of the season and, and whatnot. And, um, you know, and then maybe players that didn't start the season because they were, you know, rehabbing or from injury or whatever. And they're yeah. just now, you know, recently, um, uh, you know, getting to the thick of things on their teams. And, um, uh, you know, it just goes into, goes back into the whole chemistry thing and that these teams are, they, they, they're going to beat teams like Washington now, you know, they're going to yeah. feast on that. And you know Washington can't really afford to be slipping like that because um, the East is a pretty tight, tight uh, conference. We're we're we're, we're tenth now. We're yeah. tenth uh, yeah. in any any playoff playing discussion. You know, so we're we're right right dead last, right in that cutoff spot. Um, and yeah, is is if, if you're, we're looking to have any playoff hopes, you know, we have to buckle down and. Uh, you know, as a team, the team itself have to buckle down and, and start start taking responsibility. Yeah, for themselves. You know, I mean, I, I can't put all the blame on Wes. No, you know, you know, he he's tried, <laughs> he's doing his part. It's his first year on the job. Mm-hmm. You know, as a head coach with this team, you know, he's going. It's bound to take bumps and bruises. It's going to be growing pains. But you know, with a team this talented, though, overall, yeah, it should be right in the middle of the pack of the Eastern Conference. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's- at least you know between six and eight, you know, and but yet they they, they are not playing like that. They're playing no. like below that standard. And no, 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 yeah, because I mean, the Wizards are on a four game losing streak anyway, and and they really yeah. haven't been. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, they haven't really just really been that that good recently. And then, like I said, a lot of teams now they're they're getting into the groove, man, and and mm-hmm. once that happens, um, you really can't you can't afford to go on a losing streak in the East. Um, I mean, in the last ten Wizards are four and six. So you know, yeah. it, it, it's them in Toronto. You know, well, I think Toronto they just uh, they just lost to my Bulls anyway. Um, so mm-hmm. you know, last ten yeah. games, you know, both teams they like four and six. But then above that, everybody else is pretty much in the last ten games, with the exception of Brooklyn. You know, um, yeah. in in the fourth spot, you know, they pretty much has been, you know, damn good. Well, uh, you know what, my Bulls is four and six also. Like I mean, we we my. My Bulls is, you know, it, we're 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 there, we're there, we're no. still in, we're in second, we're only half a game behind Miami now. Which the team, that's a team that nobody speaks a lot about. Miami, I'm giving them their yeah. props. Um, they they just been under the radar the whole time, and now they're just, hey, you know, they're still there. So, I mean, if you look I at mean, the stand at this moment, we're we're battling with the Knicks and the Hawks. Yeah, for that playing spot, we 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 have we have a six game gap. Um, between the 10th spot 
and the 13 spot, which is held by the Pacers. So yeah, yeah. If we just if we could just get some consistency and, and start building up on some wins, we'll stay we'll stay in this range. But I, I don't know. I see Atlanta coming up. You know, and Atlanta is starting to catch fire at the right time. You know, Trey Young has been consistently great all season. Their 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 roster is also coming back healthy. They just won today against the Kings. Yeah. Uh, so they're they're on a five game winning streak, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. They are right now. They are. They and are. they are rolling at the right time. And especially coming into this weekend, they have a big doubleheader at home against the Celtics and Lakers. Um, I don't know if I'm going to make any of them games, but that that that, that definitely sounds tempting for sure. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, listen, man. You know, like you said, All Star break. There's it's not too it's not too much longer before then. A um, couple of weeks, I think, uh, just about. And uh, you know, it, you know, it could be one of those things where you know some of these players they just need a breather, and, and you know, the second half. That's when you know, hey, the, the, that that's that's going to be the run right there. The second half always going to be the key right there. A lot. That's where a lot of teams. Uh, you know, we we know to make it or break it times. Um, for them once that happens. Um, and then, you know, who knows what happens during the trade deadline and stuff. Uh, we, we, we really just never know. I mean, next to, next, really to the free, next to the free agency period, um, you know, in the off season, uh, you know, trade deadline is always a, uh, a very um, fun, fun times, you know, depending on which side of the, the coin that you're on uh, or in the standings. Uh, but uh, I, but I want to make one quick thing about uh, my, my, my bulls. Um, you know, we, 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 we had a stretch where we was getting blown out, but I feel like almost every team that we was facing, um, you know, we eked out a couple of, you know, bar- barely, you know, like one or two point wins or whatever uh, last couple of games, um, you know, but we're, we're so injury ridden. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, we have no backcourt, um, you know, uh, Lonzo out with the knee injury. Um, Caruso, unfortunately out. With yeah. a fractured wrist, thanks to Grayson Allen, fucking Duke players. Um, yeah, man, trash. Uh, yeah, he is trash. He was trash at Duke, and you know, it's just uh, I don't even want to talk about it. Uh, and he gets so much country, dude. Like they, yeah. he gets away with so much shit in the league, bro. It makes oh, no sense. No, I know. Yeah, it's it's like I said. I don't want. I I just refuse to waste any energy talking about the dude and and stuff. Um, but. But yeah, uh, you know, so he's out six to eight weeks, and then um, you know, uh, Levine was out for a while. He just recently came back. I think the other game against uh, OKC, like I said, which we only, you know, we barely won one by one point. And this is against OKC now. Um, but and then also, yeah, um, uh, <laughs> was it yesterday or day before, or whatever? Um, Derek Jones, you know, he fractured his right index finger while working out at the practice facility. So now oh. he's out. So now he's out six to eight weeks. So uh, and then and then of course we have you know, was it uh Patrick Williams? You know he was he's been out. Yeah, he he's made, out for he's out for the regular season. Well, there's a chance that he may come back before the oh, end of okay. the regular season. There is a slight little bit of chance that he could come back. So um, so it, so we're just we're really just we're 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 on a we're living on a prayer right now. <laughs> yes, uh, you know, to, to quote the, the song, uh, we're, we are living on a prayer right now. Um, and the fact that we're, you know, just only a half a game behind Miami now after tonight's win, um, you know, we're, we're still there. Um, and we're still a good team. 
um, you know, we still got the Rose in it and and Levine and Vooch. So, Vooch, Vooch, so you know, we still got. We still got a good team, and then my man Kobe, my man Kobe White has been 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 lighting it up, man. He's been balling, you know. Tar Heel Nation represent, yeah. uh, you know. He he's we're we're still in good hands. We're still just in good have hands a whole lot of adversity from this season, man. It's just been a, it's been a real yeah. between a between the injuries and COVID. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been a lot. Uh, I think we had the most man games lost due to COVID um, this season. <laughs> Uh, out of all the teams in, in the league, uh, like we we've been we've been greatly affected, but we've been uh, we've been able to get past all the obstacles and adversity that's been presented in front of us, and so we're still we we making it happen, man. We still making it happen, but this goes to show the difference between, like I said, Chicago and, and, and the Wizards is the leadership thing. Yeah, we got the leadership in DeRozan, you know, we got a leadership in Levine, you know, like we we got guys that. They are leaders of the locker room, you know, because they're veterans. They've been there for they've been in the league for so long. So, you know, and, and it's also, and let's not I always bring it up. This is a contract year for Zach. Um, so, you know, he, of course he's but he's been he's been great for us ever since we we uh we got him from Minnesota in the trade, you know, years ago. So uh for for Jimmy Butler, I believe. And uh you know. We, we're 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 doing good. We're doing good. We're surviving, and I'm just crossing my fingers that no more injuries come along. Um, we kind of get on a little. We kind of get on a little run, you know. Try to get our mojo back, and and uh, you know, rest up. You know, All Star Weekend. We'll probably send two guys to into the All Star game. I don't know, uh, but I, I would suspect at least two should deserve to go there, and uh, you know, everybody else rest up, and we're just gonna. We're just gonna go blazing, man. Guns blazing for that second half, and uh, see where we end up in um, come the seating in the playoffs. And uh, never know, never know what yeah, may never happen. Never know, man. Never know what happened. We may, we may face, um, we I may mean, face still, Wizards in, in the playoffs. So you know, it, yeah, yeah, know. y'all might sweep us good and clean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, give us some good, feel good, feel good. Uh, so, uh, uh, so energy but- there. I mean, I mean, the feel good energy is I, I probably still have you guys my pick for to come out the Eastern Conference because uh, I don't know, man. Brooklyn, I mean, the Bucks definitely could repeat for sure. Yeah, uh, Brooklyn, I don't know, I don't know how how much longer uh, they they can really hold it together going uh, deeper into the postseason. Uh, the team that's going to smack somebody out the playoffs, unfortunately, and a good team. The, the Cleveland is going to smack somebody out. Oh yeah, Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland is going. Cleveland. Cleveland's going to smack legit, somebody out. They're legit good. They 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 took the place of the Pacers. Yeah, of yeah. all those good seasons that they have, like they they're that team right now. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, that's it, it's the the teams that are in the first from one through six. Those teams, there is you can make an, an argument that any of those six teams could possibly not only just reach the Eastern Conference Finals, but come out from the East, you know, in, in, in the finals. So just a wait-and-see approach, see how that all turns out. But um, but I remain hopeful. And, um, you know, just just got to uh, be patient and fill, trust the process. Philadelphia, can't forget Philadelphia. Philadelphia is there. Embiid um, yeah, has, has been balling. They still, they still have to make some moves too, though. 
not, not with that. Listen, man, Maury ain't gonna do shit. You know, he he's I don't he's like he's holding he wants a king's ransom for for Ben Simmons. He's not gonna get it. He's not gonna get it. He's not gonna get it. it it's I, I I don't know, and I could be wrong. I could be wrong. The way this league works, he could be formulating a trade at this at the second and you know two o'clock in the morning. Some you know uh, Woj or somebody's going to put out there so like, oh yeah yeah Ben Simmons is traded to whatever team. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, but yeah, but um, but definitely a lot to see uh, in the future for the NBA, uh, man. But the, uh, we we got it. We got to go. We got to go right into this, man. We got we got to speak it all. What a uh, what an NFL weekend this has been, man. That that passed. What what a fucking weekend, man. I mean, all those games. <laughs> Number one, we came up we came up pretty on a pretty bad on on our predictions uh for for the playoff games this past weekend um i think i got the only team i got right was the rams i got Uh, destroyed man i think i don't think any of my picks went through no Uh, didn't (laughs) they didn't actually you're right oh man that 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 was it was terrible that goes to show how much football i've been watching this whole fucking year because uh i've only been paying attention to cowboy games up until this point yeah, and, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, color me surprised, man. That, that was that got that got that, that narcotic can be real when the playoffs hit because <laughs> man, yeah, I was yeah. ejected when that 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 Bills Chiefs finish came through and what I a was, game! Wow, what a that, game! That was phenomenal. I'm like I, like I already said. Uh, I, I don't know if I said this to you or not, but uh, this is uh looks like Josh Allen and um. Patrick Mahomes is shaping up to be a rivalry akin to Manning and Brady, man. <laughs> well, it's a it, it could possibly reach that level. It definitely can. Um, I'm like it, it, they were this, on a different scene of in that game, man. That that, <laughs> that, game, that, that game is. I mean, really, it reminded me of NFL Blitz, right? Um, oh yeah. If anybody remembers NFL no Blitz, defense, all no, offense. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, it was just on. It was on. Uh, it felt like the game was on cocaine the last, you know, <laughs> four two minutes of the game. Fuck the four. It's only t- the it, last it, two it, minutes it, of the game. And then, like, it blitz. It's like, you know, it's those uh, three play full field drives. Because <laughs> that's how I felt with um, whenever Allen and Mahomes had the ball in the last two minutes, they would get the ball and score in two or three plays. <laughs> like, it, it, it would be that ridiculous. I don't recall ever ever seen a game like that um really an nfl game going uh, at that pace and you really had no time to catch up you had no time to catch your breath should i say um yeah because definitely just when you thought that all right what you know bill score you thought that all right all right whatever then Mahomes comes back with just like with thirty what thirty something seconds later, and then they then the Bills just they they just go up the field like crazy. No defense being played, very soft prevent defense being played by Kansas City, and then they fucking blow by them, and then they get a two point conversion, and, and with thirteen seconds left, and you're thinking, yeah, you know, all right, hey, this yeah, is I thought it was this over, is it. man. This is I it. Like, this is it. 13 That's seconds. That's how going to do it. The Bills like, going to do it. They, Bills Mafia is going to be jumping through tables right now. Right. I was like, this, I was ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, man. I, I was about, I, 
I was live tweeting it, and I was like, oh, you know, that that's it right there. And then, <laughs> then Mahomes just go back, and they gain all those yards in such a short amount, 13 seconds to get a game-time field goal. And I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck is going on here? What is what is really going on here? What I have no explanation behind this. And it, it, it just was remarkable how lackadaisical the defense was for Buffalo for 13 fucking seconds. Number one. The, yeah, here, man. And, and, and let's, no one's tightening it up. No one's trying to get up on a receiver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one's tightening it up. Even the Titans wasn't tightening it up. But I'll talk to that in a second, oh, though. Oh, man. But, but it, it, here's the key. Here's the thing here. All right. There is this big controversy over this whole thing as far as the overtime. Now, the NFL overtime, there's always going to be there's always going to be a, 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 a for and, and, and against case as far as why the NFL overtime it is the way it is, why it's good, why it's not. But let's let's make this clear, okay? Buffalo did not lose because of a coin toss. Buffalo losses because they failed yeah. to do a couple of things that they should have did to, to get as much time off as possible with 13 seconds left there. Not only did you uh-huh. decide to kick the ball into the end zone to give a free 25 yards to Kansas City, it doesn't take time off of the clock, right? That's the mistake number yeah. one. Then, you know, the defense was almost non-existent. Like, they wasn't really playing any defense at all. And you you can't allow Patrick Mahomes and that Kansas City defense that if you already saw the, how they've been lighting it up throughout the whole damn game, it, it's inexcusable. But I really say the key thing was that they should have did is that they should have kept – Buffalo should have kicked the ball, allow it to go in bounds, allow it for Buffalo to have to recover it, take some time, whether if it was two or three seconds off the clock, all right? Because they will have to, be, they will had no choice but to run out of bounds immediately once they got the ball from the yeah. kick return. So that would have easily took two or three seconds off the clock, and it, 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 those two three seconds was so precious, so precious that it was a deciding factor really it, it, between them getting enough time to get up the field to the field goal range for the kicker to make that kick and for it to go into overtime. And we can nitpick on a little other things, and you know, along the way earlier in the game, all we want. But I want to say that mm-hmm. I, I just want to, like I said, I just want to make sure that people understand that the Bills did not lose because of overtime. It wasn't like it was unfair. The overtime rules were unfair. What was only unfair was that we did not get a chance to see. We, I guess, because uh, yeah, we, we did we, get we to see Josh Allen respond, yeah, right? We fe- and we we felt that he would have probably responded. He probably would have responded fine, you know. But unfortunately, I mean, I mean it's sudden death. It's it sudden is. Death. I it mean, is. unless unless it is. They, you know, NFL decides no, to no. Uh, alter it, as in, you know, as in for the playoff, like playoff, or like a playoff overtime, as opposed to you know, they get their chance to score, but if they do not score on the fourth down, it's over. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. You know, I mean. 
like I said, depending on what they, they, they probably they wanted like the NCAA college, uh, you know, series exactly. rules, man. Exactly, exactly, man. Which but were cool, got, but you know, that, that was also college. But you also got to understand that what Patrick Mahomes did within that 13 seconds, man, that's an anomaly. That's an anomaly. That does not happen often. That does not happen often like that. Even, you know, like in, in overtime, I forgot, there was a stat I wish I had in front of me right now. Uh, that you know, like a large, there's, there's a certain percentage of the amount of teams that when they win the head, when they win the, the the coin toss for overtime, you know, like yes, the majority of times they do score, but you know, it, it, it's 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 really it, it was some weird stat, of some percentage of how that how that works with the the, the the amount, but then after you after the team that wins the the coin toss, how many percentage of them actually gets a touchdown? Some weird shit, but it's still at the end of the day, everything that happened during those last two minutes, man. That does not happen. That does not happen often. That is literally lightning in a bottle. Yeah, that's, I, that's, there's no way you that, can repeat that. That that, that, that was a cap. If you it, that's a, you know you know what those means say if you know if you want if you saw someone that want to know what this is this is all about, this is what you showed them. That's just definitely what you will show if you want to see what the NFL is all about. Right. That one game, at least those final two minutes, but the yes, entire sir. game in itself. You know what it would like, especially when it comes to playoff football, and yes. that was that was just just a mark. It was a, a great way to cap off the weekend. Yeah, 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 definitely. I'm, and and listen, as much as I love my team, I would love for my Giants to be in the playoffs. Man, I'm so glad my team was not involved in that because I uh, would I, I would have been having a panic and heart attack all at the same time. I, I really oh, would have. Definitely, man. I would have been pacing now. Great and. I'm a, and as everybody knows, like I'm a hockey person. Like it's an it's nerve wracking when my hockey team was, you know, playing so many overtime games and playoffs uh, the last season. And, and, and I mean, I was literally like on walking, pacing back and forth, whatever. And that's just hockey in overtime, man. And, and, and this the way how this game was, man. It it was it was surreal. It was surreal. Very surreal, man. But it was great. Love to see it. But uh, but of course yeah, that wasn't man. the only that wasn't the only game. You know that all games. Let me I, and then all the games ended on a game winning drive, like like it's like a, a game deciding play, should I say? Uh, the first game, uh, Titans versus Bengals. Man, that's a travesty in itself. Tennessee, man, they they. Oh my gosh! They, they found uh, a way to they, choke again, right? Yeah, it was like there's no way for you cannot sack the op the, the, the opposition quarterback nine <laughs> times and still come out losing. Now, granted, Tannehill do throw did throw three interceptions, and those interceptions, yes, they were a killer. But there was a couple of plays specifically that shot Tennessee in there. They shot themselves in the foot, like. Why? Well, well, one of them was leading to the what led to the interception. But the main uh-huh. thing, the main thing, I was watching a game with my homeboy Twan, and he's a diehard Titans fan. Yeah, and we was watching a game, and the thing that I, I'll never like. I, this is the thing I hate about how sports in general is so heavy on analytics. Right? There's just certain things mm-hmm. that just common fucking sense. Now I get it. I know where they were going at when they got their first touchdown, Tennessee. They're on the one yard line. You got Derrick Henry back. I, 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 you know, I can see why you could possibly think it's a oh, it's a no brainer. Yeah. 
But it's the playoffs, number one. You're trying to come back. You they were already down. And just go for just go for the free extra point. Go for set just get the seven points. And I remember specifically, I told him when they failed to convert on that two-point conversion. I told him, I'm like, listen, that one point is gonna come back and bite y'all in the ass. Cause it always does. Stuff, little shit like that always does come back and bite you in the ass. And and, and, and lo and behold, and I remember we were discussing it, and he was talking about scenarios. Well, if they score this, whatever. But I'm like, it, 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 and he agreed too. Like it was a, it, he understood where the logic was, but it just was, it just, it just didn't make sense to do it at that moment in time. And I always said like that's gonna come back and bite them in the ass. And then you get to the um, point where they they get to the ten yard line, like they make four plays, sixty yards. They're they're going up the field, you know. They're right there. This should guaranteed points. Uh-huh. It should either be a touchdown or a field goal. And then Tannehill wants to throw the ball, run like it just it just makes no sense. And I know a lot of a good part of it goes towards the offensive coordinator Downing. Um, and, and for me, speaking to other Titans fans, they're not the high on Downing th- themselves. They've had their own a lot of criticisms during the season. Uh, but it's like, run the fucking ball. That is your bread and butter. And it, it, it's, their running game was good. Their running game was fine. And why would you change the plan up if you're at the 10-yard line? Just run the shit. Worst case scenario, you get the three points. So right off the bat, Tennessee lost, lost at least four points off that they should have got. It's like oh, they wow. set themselves... They set themselves for failure, man. And then they get to the point later on in the game. They, it, it's, they, they, it was, I think it was like 30 inches or 31 or something like that. They failed, yeah. to, they failed to get that. So it was fourth and one. And they want to go in a shotgun. Wow. And they put Derrick Henry in there. And, and as my friend Twan had put it out there, he was like, like he's like, honestly, like I love Henry. I love him. But he probably should not have been running at that like for that play and he even would say it's like why are we going to shotgun it's like a fourth and inch you do quarterback sneak if anything do quarterback sneak and you want to run into shotgun formation and try to do a running play and then they get stopped you know it, it just there was just the little boneheaded shit like that and even it was pissing me off because i'm like this is the playoffs like you guys hello <laughs> what are you guys doing D- don't overthink this and I feel like a lot of these teams, a lot of these coordinators and shit, man, they overthink the situation. But a lot of times it's just keep it simple, stupid. And, yeah. and, and it just sucks. And then it just sucks that and then they they're driving down. They could get a, they could get into a position where they could drive down and get a game winning field goal themselves. And what does Santa Hill do? He wants to throw it to somebody else that is not AJ Brown or Julio Jones. The two guys. That really been catching the fucking ball the whole game. And you want to try to throw it to somebody else. Ball gets tipped. Cincinnati gets it. Drive down the field. I mean, it was great field position. And they get the damn game with a field goal. It's it's heartbreaking. <laughs> it's heartbreaking, but it's like Oh my God. You did this to yourselves. Y'all should not have lost. Y'all sacked Burrow nine fucking times. <laughs> I don't care. Nine times. You should not win if your quarterback gets sacked nine times. 
Take it from me as a Giants fan with so many times that Daniel Jones has been sacked and we yeah, obviously man. lost. Even when Eli was playing, we, he got sacked a few times, lost. You know, like, there's just certain things that's just inexcusable. But, I mean, regardless, game ended, game went a field goal, big ups to Cincinnati, who they, you got it. Then comes the evening game, San Francisco and Green Bay. And, of course, the majority of the people, I'm pretty sure, were only watching it because they wanted to see Green Bay lose. They want to see Aaron Rodgers lose. You know, not to be all political, but because a lot of it was due to his little vaccination thing fiasco earlier in the season, uh, whatever. But, um, but yeah, you know, and it, the elements were there. I really didn't watch that game, to be frankly honest with you. Um, I really wasn't all that too much interested in it. But once I found out that the the Niners had uh, scored on a block punt, I was like, "Whoa, hold on a second! Like <laughs> this is this is wild." And <laughs> Jimmy G, Jimmy G led them up there, and one more time, another game winning field goal with zero seconds left. And I'm happy with it. I'm fine. Niners, I know the Niners, they 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 ruined your playoff aspirations uh you know a couple of weeks ago. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know? they did. But man, more power to them. Kudos to them for beating Green Bay in Green Bay. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. That that's an accomplishment. And Aaron Rodgers once again comes up short. You know, um, and then like I said, the other game on, on Sunday, uh the the, the Rams and and against Tom Brady and the Bucks. I mean, that was a good game in itself, too. Um, the Bucks almost choked. I mean, the Rams almost choked it in the end. Uh, they, they, Tom Brady almost did a, what Tom Brady does best, come back uh, after deficit. 28, 28-3? Uh, nah, that's nothing. That, that's nothing, man. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, he's going to come back. And, they almost, and he almost fucking did it, man. But, uh, he really almost did, man. I was... Uh, yeah, I, I I I saw the scores um for the um for the Rams Bucks game, the uh, the other like while I was watching I was wa- watching checking the score I was watching a little bit of it and when the Rams were up with you know early at the half it it, it did it didn't cross my mind about you know twenty eight three yeah um uh, with the with the Falcons and I'm like all right you know what I think the Rams are going to keep running it up I, I trust that they could do it they learned from the mistakes of other teams before. And, you know, if, you know, Tom Brady's older now, you know, I feel like, you know, I think they got it. I take a little nap, wake up, and I see Tom Brady's about to <laughs> go for the game tying drive. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's about to do it again. Right. And, right. And the Rams, and the Rams season would have been a cataclysmic failure on all fronts. A lot. You know, buying, yeah. buying their way to a, a possible title reign, and they, and they couldn't get it done. And, and he lost in the worst way possible. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, nope, nope. They, 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 um, they escaped those accusations, man. They escaped yeah. those Falcon accusations, and they, they were able to, they were able to pull through. Like yeah. best effort had big monkey nuts throwing that ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to and, and, to, uh, and, and to the for, game winner. And for a while, man, as I was watching the game, like, it, it, and it was another thing. Like they just was making boneheaded mistakes, uh, the Rams, and giving easy field position to 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 Tampa Bay. And it was like, part of me was like, oh, damn it. Here comes the Detroit Lions. Here comes the Detroit Lions version of Matt Stafford. Like, like this is this is what we kind of feared. Uh, what Specifically Rams fans, what they kind of feared 
what was going to happen, it was like, oh, shit. Here, for whatever reason, here comes the Detroit Lions versions of this guy. Not not the guy that's been, been not not our Rams version. And uh, it, 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 hey, like you said, a lot of... <laughs> Lot, lot of balls, man. That guy, very ballsy to get them to that point where they can very also much. get that game with a field goal, and then they hit it, man. They hit it. I, it just every game, it, it just felt every game was great. It went down to the wire. It were man. It went down to the wire. I, I well, do are we going to see another weekend like that this weekend with these, um, you know, these conference championships games? I, I don't think so. I feel like they're going to be tighter, man. They're going to, I, they're going to feel like going to be a little more cautious, a little more tight. Uh, and I feel like these games are going to be blowouts. I really also, do. Also, yeah, blowouts too. It's going to be blowouts. These games are going to be blowouts. Listen, if I'm a Cincinnati Bengals fan, if you thought the Tennessee Titans defense was terrorizing, yeah, I ain't seen the, <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs are going to come at they're gonna come at them. They're gonna come at oh, them. Yeah. And there's go in Kansas City, they're gonna run over. They're gonna run over Cincinnati, man. On offense. Cincinnati, they're not gonna have the defense to do it. They're not gonna they're not gonna do it. The way I look at it is gonna be Kansas City and the Rams in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean it's so it's Rams only would right. be playing, and the Rams would be the home team. Cause it's their stadium. Yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll get the home home it'll be the second year in a row. Where um you know uh NFL yep. team got to host yep. a Super Bowl. Yep, exactly. Which is, which is history making in itself. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's, it's history making for, for Kansas City, first team in NFL uh history to host a four straight championship. Yes. Games. That's that's it's a, crazy. That's an man. amazing stat too. I, I, that's an awesome stat. The only team. Wow, four years in a row. Oh, not even the not even the Tom Brady Patriots did it. That's that's fascinating. Very much so, man. If you could do something that the Patriots and Tom Brady didn't do, that's that that's, that's a dub, bro. Yeah, that that's an eye opener. That that's that goes to show. Uh, yeah, Kansas City ain't no fucking joke, man. They're no joke at all. But I mean, it, like I said, um, great great weekend. I personally. If there is one team that I, you know, out of four teams that's left now, that I want to see win the Super Bowl, I, I, just, I want to see LA win it. I want to see the Rams win it, all because I want to see my man o, o, OBJ get get his ring. Yeah. I want to see my man Beckham get his ring, and I want him to get his when he gets his ring. What I want him to do, I want him to take a trip to New York sometime. I want him to show up right in front of East Rutherford, New Jersey. <laughs> on the steps, uh, I want him to, right in front of the Giants' headquarters, and I want him to show, and I want him to, to just stick his ring, the ring out, and, and, and give a middle <laughs> finger to John Mara for being the most idiotic, dumbest motherfucker <laughs> for for giving up on this guy and trying to present as he was the problem. No, clearly. John Mara is the problem for the Giants. And, and you know what's even funny? You know what pissed me off during, as, this, as the Rams in the Rams and, and Buccaneers game was going? The uh-huh. audacity, the audacity of New York City sports media to now all of a sudden be praising and all this stuff 
uh, about Beckham. Oh, they're praising Odell? Yeah, praising Odell now. When I remember these same writers and columnists in the Daily News, in the new in Newsday, New York Post, all of those damn fucking damn papers in New York were talking all this shit about Beckham as he was the problem. They need to trade him. They need to get him out. And now I forgot one one guy for I think the New York Post, uh, uh, Pat Leonard, I think his name was. This yeah. columnist goes out and say like, oh, oh, well, well you know, well, thank the Giants and, and, and Cleveland for 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 uh, for for, Obel, for putting Odell into a winning predicament. And I remember one person, yeah, right, right, and one person, one person screenshotted the headline, like the article that the same guy wrote three, four years ago, talking about, oh yeah, Beckham needs it. They, the Giants need to cut him loose. And whatever the same guy, you know, it was like one. I was like, "Is this you?" And man, it, it was just one of those things. I just kept on seeing over and over again, over and over again from New York City media. Uh, uh as the game going on on Twitter, like the, the the audacity, man. Like I said, if I'm Odell Beckham, I'm going. I'll go take a beeline to to, to the Giants headquarters in Jersey. Stick the middle finger up. Have the ring on the. Have the Super Bowl ring on the middle finger and stick it up to to to, to John Mayer. Because Tish isn't the issue. Because Tish actually, Tish actually wanted to fire, uh, jackass that was there, Joe Judge. Uh, but but Mayer was like, oh, I don't know. I kind of like him. Whatever. Like that guy's a fucking problem, man. He's the issue. That dude needs to fucking go. But but that that's 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 my only gripe. That's my, my, my little rant yeah. about about the Giants, but and like I said, the media in New York, how how they just all of a sudden now you guys want to boost them up, fuck them, but um, uh, but yeah, exciting weekend though for that. Um, but that's that's my predictions though. Rams, Chiefs, Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, also Super Bowl. Have you saw the trailer for the Super Bowl halftime show? Uh, I I did not see the trailer for that at all. But they made a whole like trailer for that man. <laughs> what? Three minutes, three minutes and change long. It's a trailer for for the Super Bowl show. Yeah, that, that's that's something. It is something. It is something, <laughs> man. They they they're really trying to throw us a bone here. They're really trying to throw us a bone here. I mean, the, you know, Roger Goodell, he's trying to get all them brownie points back, man. He's you know, trying to. the NBA, the NBA fumbled a couple of times, saying, you know, and Roger's like, "Yo, I can make it work. I, yeah. I can make it cracking, man." And, right. and he's he's doing what he can, man. Now, I will say this though, like this is this is a halftime show that I, I am very excited about for sure. Yeah, uh, you I, know, I, I'm I am, looking forward to it because uh, it's, it's what it is. It's just uh, uh, it's the aftermath of All Stars. Pretty much <laughs> you know? the, the, the aftermath all stars with Mary J. Blige. You know? Yeah, with Mary J. Blige, you know. <laughs> Which I have to say, I have to put this out there. It is amazing. It is crazy. I don't think anybody, I don't think even Diddy could have envisioned back in 92, 93, uh, while still being working for Uptown, that Mary J. Blige would be eventually in a halftime show. Uh, NFL Super Bowl yeah. halftime show. I don't think anybody could have envisioned that ha- ever happening. You know, let alone Mary, I'm pretty sure never could have envisioned. But but it's a beautiful sight to see. It's a beautiful sight to see. It is dope, man. I love to see that. Um, and that and I love to see. And it's also love to see. You know, Dre and, and, and Snoop and Kendrick and I guess to a certain extent Eminem. 
But um, yeah, you know, it, it, it's it goes to show, man. Hip hop. Look, look hip hop will never go away. Look, it, it is within the, the the fabric, the DNA of of America and and sports. It, it, it is it is um, America. It is as America. It, fuck, it's America. It's apple pie. No, no, fuck apple pie. Okay, <laughs> it is it is American <laughs> hip hop. All right, hip hop the, is America. It's American. It, it is American is hip hop. You know that that's it. Mm. Fuck the apple pie. The hell with that shit. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, I'm telling you, man. It was when I first saw. It, I'm like, what a trailer. I don't think I ever saw a trailer for a Super Bowl halftime show like that. That's but, crazy. Yeah, man. Like I said, three minutes and change. Check it out when you can. Or if anybody that's listening, if you haven't seen it yet, go ahead and check it out. It's, I mean, it's it's dope. It's pretty dope for sure, man. All right. Uh, I'm definitely going to have to, going to, have to watch that. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. It, 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 it's crazy, man. But um, also, <laughs> and this is – I noticed a trend in these NFL playoffs. And it has – and it pertains to wrestling. Uh-huh. And, and I don't think anybody's really picked up on it. But there is a connection here between WWE and NFL. And we're not talking about Vince McMahon and, and, uh, and Jerry Jones either. Oh, uh, you know, um, so I noticed and, and, and I don't know if you noticed, bro. Uh, Seamus. Seamus has been going around, uh-huh. I guess, doing uh, I guess just regular WWE publicity, whatever. Uh, yeah, I remember a couple of weeks ago he was at the Cowboys Niners game. Him and yeah, Bailey. yeah, yeah. Him and Bailey were there. Yeah. Him and Bailey were there. Makes sense because Bailey is from the Bay Area. You know, she's a Niners mm-hmm. fan. Makes sense. Seamus, I don't know what the well, I don't know what fan he is. Um, uh, but uh, I noticed that he showed up to the arena wearing Cowboys wearing a Cowboys jersey. Yeah, Cowboys lost. <laughs> Take a lucky guess where he was at last weekend. Um, he he was at the Tampa game. No, he wasn't. He, no, he was at the Titans game. Oh, okay. He was All at right. the Titans. Game. I think he li- I think he lives in Tennessee too. Maybe he does, but he was at yeah. the Titans. He was at the Titans game wearing a Titans jersey. Guess what happened? The Titans lost. Right. You think you think Sheamus is going to go um, go to uh, one of the championship games wearing a jersey? He's going to sh- try to refrain from wearing a jersey so he won't jinx him. He's going to wear L.A. Rams jersey because <laughs> it makes sense. Because isn't isn't WrestleMania also in a? Is it is it also going to be in um, California this year? It's in Dallas. It's in oh, Dallas. It's, in, it's in Dallas. Okay. Yeah. But they, I think I think in uh, one of these years, I think next year is in SoFi. I yeah, I believe it's in, um, it's going to be in SoFi um, next year. See, look at that. He WWE got their promo already starting the year ahead. <laughs> look at that. Look at that. Sheamus is going to show up. I swear to God, if Sheamus shows up in a Rams jersey, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> now, granted, this is not as bad as Eli Apple being a smartass <laughs> that he is that wants to curse – that not curse. He wants to slander New Orleans and its food. Like, oh, wow. yeah, yeah, man. He was wild for putting a tweet out there. See, I forgot some wild shit that he put said about New Orleans. And I'm like, dude, you are in the championship. You're playing a championship game, a conference championship game this weekend. Uh huh. It's a biggest champ, biggest game in, in Cincinnati Bengals 
since uh, who knows how long, since the 80s, right? Maybe the early yeah. 90s. And you're going to slander the voodoo capital of the world? Out of all the places, you're going to slander. Like a tongue nigga. Right. New Orleans, I would never slander New Orleans. I love New Orleans, by the way. Beautiful city. Mm-hmm. You, As you know very well, you know, we, we, we've both been there. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, several years ago. Uh, I, like I said, love the city. Love it. Love it. Love it. Want to go back yeah. there soon again. Um, but that's one place that I would never slander, man. I would never slander the food, the people, none of that. None of that stuff over there, man. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Since, that's what I say. Cincinnati ain't winning. Cincinnati ain't winning. They're not going to win. No, Eli, they, they Eli Apple is going to get cooked. He's going to get cooked up and served on, on a po' boy sandwich. <laughs> I, I'm telling you right now. He, he is... He is he shot himself in the foot with that mess. No plaques ago, but um, Mm-mm-mm. but but yeah, it, it, it's a uh, terrible, terrible, terrible thing for him. But perfect segue, WWE. It is a big week. It is a big weekend for WWE. This is mm-hmm. it's, it's this is literally the kickoff weekend of WrestleMania season, and where it always starts at the Royal Rumble. It is Royal Rumble weekend Saturday night. Yes, it's a big. It's it's big. It's a big event. Um. They're they're over in St. Louis. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, man, I don't know who's going to win this. Who knows? Uh, we haven't got a full thirty person list from the women's Royal Rumble side or from the men's. Um, I'm pretty sure there are going to be some surprises that show up there. Which surprises? I don't know. Um, I've I've unfortunately have came across some rumors about some people. But I don't really want to buy into that because it's just like I, I I genuinely want to be surprised and shocked. Like, and then also this is the first Royal Rumble where live crowd in two years. It's it's wild to yeah. think about that. Yeah, it's crazy, man. You know, it, it's um so it's always exciting to see that. Always love like Royal Rumble. Like that's a crowd. That's an event where large crowd in the stadium. It makes sense. It it, it does make sense. Like I granted, I I will always be partisan towards. Uh, the smaller arena venues, but something like that, I get it completely. Why they want to make it a grand, big stadium um, uh, environment? Uh, but I don't know, man. I really don't know who's going to win uh, from either either side. Um, but but overall, the card is stacked, stacked. Um, oh I mean, yeah, it, it's it is it 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 is in shape to be one of the best. On paper, is it going to look like to be one of the best Royal Rumble cards um, in, in recent memory? I, I feel uh, with, with everything going on um, on there. Easily, uh, uh, of course. You know, you got um, you know on Raw side, Lashley against Lesnar, which has been a very it's been a very decent build and leading up to it. Um, there's a lot of intrigue. Like they don't have to do a lot of selling about it. To get people interested in it, because it's just the fact of I mean, just those two guys, their their names. It's, it's just it's intriguing. Badasses going right. against each other, right? And it's just a very intriguing because we never seen we never seen them in a match. Yeah, yeah. So and it's going to be their first singles match together. Uh, you know, because you know their paths never really crossed until now. So no, no. This is this is yeah. This is definitely what they said. What fifteen years in the making? It is. Yeah, something like that. And um, 
it it you know this is this is definitely the match that Lashley wanted, you know, in his career. You know, this is this will put the stamp on his career. I, I'm pretty sure that once he has his match, I, I, I'm sure he uh, like he still got a run in him, but I, I'm free, he'll be satisfied with his career. Yeah, just having this match with um, with, um Lesnar, and I, I'm oh, sure yeah. Lesnar is excited for it too. No, I'm pretty sure I love. Hey, listen, man, Lesnar's been. <laughs> I love this Lesnar. I love this version of yeah, Lesnar. Yeah, he is so great, man. Him and Heyman, like Lesnar now, you know, be able to just uh, because he was always able to cut a promo or two, yeah. But just to just to be able to shine his you know character and, and have his charisma out and and be able to like play to the crowd and and, and play play with the his opponent or whoever he's with the segment, just like his stuff with Sami Zayn. Yeah, it, it it's just wonderful. It's just incredible seeing him on this type of run. Uh, as you know, as the Viking baby face. Yeah, yeah, lumber lumberjack Brock, lumberjack Brock, then turn into cowboy Brock, cowboy. Yeah, the, the real cowboy shit. All right. Yeah, he's getting cowboy shit for real. <laughs> the real cowboy shit that showed up on Monday. Oh, <laughs> oh man, but um, no, it, it, like I said, just just off the bat that they never faced each other um in a singles match. Um, it, that by itself alone is enough to sell. And then when you bring the, obviously the championship into the picture there, um, and then who knows, you know, and really the big thing, the big thing really, when it comes up to this and even, um, the WWE universal championship matches, where on the card yeah. is it going to be, uh, placed at, you know, like that's going to be the thing. Um, cause we know that I, I'm expecting because I think the the other two matches that are showing up there that, that we have is Becky Lynch against Dewdrop, which you know I I'm intrigued for the match. I think is going to be a better match than probably a lot of people would anticipate. I feel um, it's going to be. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be. Right. I think it's a per- Dewdrop is a perfect a perfect opponent for for Becky Lynch. Yes, it's perfect, perfect, perfect. Uh, no complaints about that. And Dewdrop, is, listen. I don't know if anybody really watched Dewdrop before uh, she came to to the E, but uh, uh, but on the WWE Network um, they do have her um, previous matches when she was in the Indies, and uh, she uh, the girl could move, the girl could do she she she's she's legit. Uh, yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be the the proper showcase match for um, Dewdrop here because yep. uh, while she was able to her and Bianca were able to have you know a pretty damn good feud and they have some fun matches uh fun series of matches this this is the biggest showcase you know her this is the biggest match of her career that's it um and, and in front of one of the biggest crowds she's ever going to perform at um right and you know she's going you know probably do a lot of great uh do a, a proper showcase here and I'm, I'm sure becky's going to give her a lot as well oh yeah uh, and you know and i, I and this job's ready for it like she's yeah. ready for it. She's been she's been given everything so far her run here, and she's took the ball and she just kept going. That's and, it. And that's just that you're just going to get a lot of opportunities doing that, and she's knocking it out the park so far. Definitely, definitely. So you know that's I'm I'm excited and intrigued on that match. Um, then obviously a uh, big tag match with uh Edge and Beth Phoenix versus uh the Miz and Maurice and um. Yeah, I I think this this screams Edge. I think an Edge and Beth Phoenix win. Um, but I feel like there's going to be something done to try to add a little bit more heat onto the Miz. Um, I don't know what. Like I think 
I think Edge is going to be fine, but I think something's going to happen to um, Beth Phoenix somewhere in a match where, uh, I don't know, she plays an injury angle or something like that to kind of enrage Edge, I guess, a little bit more. Uh, I, I, I doubt that's really needed. I mean, they, I don't know. Like, you know, like they probably I, just used to brick again. Um, maybe. The maybe match, they but... used the brick. Maybe they used the brick on. She used the brick of Maurice for all I know. I don't know. I I, I just feel like I, I don't think for whatever reason, and, and I could be wrong, maybe this is a one-time thing, and maybe this just is the, the end to whatever Edge and Miz, whatever thing they got going on. Uh I, I don't know. Uh but it'll be it'll it'll be a pretty serviceable match. It, it's gonna be fine. You know, I it, people like think Beth is gonna do her spots, Edge is gonna do his spots. Um so you, you you know like that's a match like you kind of go and you, you know what to expect. You you we saw the um the um the the closes to Raw where they beat the yeah. shit out of all the security guards. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like that shit. Like they, they ended up giving one to do a three D, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Ridiculous! Ridiculous! <laughs> they were going overkill on some of those security guards, but the, the, the and the one security guard he got hit in the face. I don't know if it was Beth or Edge, but he, I don't know how the hell he was selling his jaw, but he was just sitting up the entire yeah. time until he got well, powerbomb. What the fuck was that? I will say <laughs> this, though. Um, just one little quick thing about Raw um, and, and, and that segment. Uh, this is just me, in my opinion. <clears throat> I just feel that for a go-home show for Raw, right? I mean, for the Royal Bumble. Yeah, I I love the segment, but I just don't agree that that should have been the last segment of the evening. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I understand because, but there there really wasn't much else they had. I, I mean, uh, I get going it. on. I get it, but you know. but my thing is, is that, and maybe they do this. They're doing this on purpose to add that ex the mysteriousness of, of of the War of Rumble match. I guess more specifically on the men's side. Um. Because I, I guess I always remember in the past, whenever it was the the, the Royal Rumble they, go they, home they, show. They also they, they tend nowadays they tend to give like every yeah no. uh, major um major feud or angle uh their time to shine yeah or any given episode so they'll yeah. all have a closing segment yeah but I, I see what you're kidding from you know yeah, you man, put it's... more focus on um the Rumble match or or at right. least one of the title matches right right because. We really don't know who is an actual favorite or not in, in, in the Royal Rumble matches. We really don't know who's the real favorite. In it. Well, at least the men's. The women's, we have a better idea. You know, because you have Bianca in there. And then Charlotte Flair yeah. is in there, yeah. too. You know? Charlotte, you know, like, and Lita you know, and Lita is right, in there. Right, and right. making the run. Right, and yeah. right. You know, so you got a better. You can, you can kind of sense who could possibly be a favorite in there. And if one said person that's rumored. I don't know if she participate in there or not. Uh, but uh, there, you know, you have I mean, a good idea who's the favorite in, in a woman. Yeah, the men. Yeah, I, I don't know. There, there's also a number of women that's going to return too. So, yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> definitely. Uh, you know who's going to? I think the, for the women's, I think the person that's going to that's going to win. I think uh, Michelle McCool is going to win. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't be surprised if you see Taker though. I don't think he's gonna show up on TV. I don't think so. 
But you know, I, I, I think he's formally retired now. I think know, so too. I think so too. So. But you just never freaking know, man. You just never know with him. I don't know. It's just you just never know. But I think I think he legit is retired though. Um, yeah. But but yeah, no. I like I, I for the men's side, it's it's pretty wide open. I don't I don't know. Uh, you know, Biggie. I don't think Biggie's gonna win it. Um, yeah. Something something in my gut tells me that he will not win it. Um, <clears throat> I I just don't know. I, yeah, I, I really it's, don't know. It's a lot, man, because you know, uh, I think Drew McIntyre. Uh, his, you know, his injury, you know, kind of threw a lot of stuff up. It threw, right. it threw a heavy wrench into any right. rumble plan. So we don't really don't know what's this looking like. Nah. Cause I had him as a favorite um, at yeah. first. Yeah. Um, oh, up well, until the injury now. I think honestly, I think Kevin Owens. Yeah. I Owens, think, I, I, Owens I think, started to pick up. I think, you know, Owens is, I think he wins. I think he wins and he's a heel now too. So I can't recall the last time a heel. Uh, he well, might he, be heel right now, but it, as it looks like, it looks like him and Seth are both turning again. Uh, uh, wow! Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like we, we, you're right. It, but and that's I, for a while he was on the heel side, and then him and and Steph, uh, Seth, Seth Rollins. I mean, who I told you that Drew, that Drew injury, man. The Drew injury is is really as it it, it, it it did Jeff Hardy also getting released too. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it opened up a lot of holes and now Sasha also being injured, opened up a lot of holes on that SmackDown roster, man. So yeah, I see a lot of things shifting. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, then, ways. and then speaking of Seth Rollins, uh, and then his, his match with Roman Reigns, you know, uh, for Uso's band, Uso's band, right, right. Which is kind of funny how I don't like, as I was watching SmackDown. And I was watching that match happen. And it just kind of made me laugh that Roman Reigns would deliberately get in, would like have Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens win um, yeah. by by default, just by disqualification. Like, so you don't want your brothers? I mean, your your cousin your cousins to be ringside? You're fine with that? <laughs> I'm just thinking from from a logic standpoint, I'm like, don't you want your better chance of winning knowing that your bloodline Family is going to be there to back you up, but and now you deliberately did all, something to bar them from ringside. I mean, also it's just Seth manipulating, you know, Roman into doing something like that because yeah. he keeps telling him that he needs the Usos to even stand a chance against him. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it was more or less the mind games of that nature. You know, that Roman would also cost the Usos, but he does not want to see them lose at all. He doesn't want them to fail. Yeah. So. so yeah. It just, it's just, it's just, and it was just that minor little thing. I mean, it's nothing major, yeah. but I just, I just found it interesting and funny how, how it turned out to be that way. But yes, they are yeah. barred for ringside. Um, I think this match is going to be a damn freaking great match because if mm-hmm. you got, you look at, mm-hmm. I mean, we, all, we know Seth Rollins, his track history that, when he he could he could he could bring it into a match he could bring it yeah sure and the, the and we know the type of role that roman has been on for the past mm-hmm. you know year and change uh it, it's it's good and then both of them are heels quote yeah quote quote unquote heels even though as <laughs> as i predicted 
as time goes on, Roman Reigns is getting more cheers. In, in, uh-huh. in, in, like slowly, I remember for a while, it used to be like about 90% booze, 10% cheers. Yeah. Now it feels like it's more of a 60-40 for... <laughs> I feel like and, 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 and this it is program right now with him and Seth, like the crowd want to cheer for both. Right. Like they don't want to boo either of them. And it, it is pretty tough, you know, because you know, both you know, I, you know, both of them are due for a face run anyway. Uh and yeah. and, and for in Roman's case, I mean, I don't know how much longer you can go with this title reign. Uh I don't know. I don't know. Circling back to Brock. Like what? What else is there for him? He's beating everyone. See, and this is what I'm talking about: the placement on the card where these matches are at. Where I don't know if if they're putting the Lesnar and Lashley match last, and let's say you know, and, and let's say Roman retains the title. Like, does Roman mm-hmm. just so happen come out and and try to cost Lesnar and Paul Heyman? You know, the lose for for the, for for them to lose, you know, or, or vice versa. Let's say, you know, Lesnar's the, and Lashley comes on, uh, you know, before, you know, Roman's match, and let's say, you know, regardless of if if, if uh, Lesnar wins or not, let's say he comes out later on and wants to screw mm-hmm. Roman out the the title in. Have Seth Rollins get it, but then again, yeah. it's like. But if that happens, then you got two Raw superstars with a with the title. And yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, it's it all depends on, on the placement of the match, where they're at, and it, 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 where you can have possibly a better idea what may happen. But regardless of where it's at, man, I like I said, I I am thoroughly enjoying it, and then. You know what? This time I finally remembered that it's on a Saturday. At first I thought it was going to be on a Sunday, but then I remember I forgot they want to make oh, things. Oh, yes, on a Saturday, man! I love it. Yeah, I love these yeah. Saturdays. Uh, I love premium it. live events. They're That's no longer it. called pay per views. They're premium live events, man. Them Saturday events now. You know who uh, has for, not on Peacock? You know who has not uh, declared himself being part of Royal Rumble yet? At least not officially. Uh, and he came back last week. Finn Balor. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, the, uh, that, I think that was mentioned. Um, was it recently that that he wasn't he hasn't declared himself for the Royal Rumble yet? No, he uh, hasn't. Which is pretty strange, you know. Right, considering that is the week of, you, you would think yeah. he would be a part of the Rumble at this point. He right. seems like an easy pick. Maybe they'll mention it. Maybe he'll announce it on on, on SmackDown on Friday. Cause he's still got one more show, so maybe he'll 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 say something on Friday. About it, but I, I'm just looking at the list. I mean, right he's now. a Ross guy, so I, I don't know if he would do that. So, well, I mean, listen, if you look at how how it's been the past week and yeah. a half, it, the, the brand the brand doesn't matter what you're on. It looks like, yeah, it feels like every show is quote unquote kind of like a super show. So, especially you know, during the road to WrestleMania, that's so. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like that's why, like at right now, I don't think it really matters so much about the brand extension, like who's on which brand. Like it's all about hype in the Royal Rumble, I guess at this point. So, but yeah, I just noticed, I just realized that, like, I remember, like, oh yeah, no, he, I saw him on, on TV the other night, but he hasn't declared himself part of Royal Rumble yet. So uh, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. So, assuming that he is part of it, that's twenty three men officially announced. 
So it leaves seven. I don't know. I don't know who could it, the, the other people be. It, 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 you always know. We always know there's going to be that one forbidden door person. I guess who that person is, I don't know. Uh, you still got NXT available. Yeah, but you know what? I thought. Yeah, yeah. What if what if they was uh, what if they put Braun in there? <laughs> it's possible. I mean, what we they, already they, see um, L.A. Knight and Roger Strong were uh, um, yeah. on the road this week. So yeah, yeah. And he also had Champa and Pete Dunn uh, for yeah, the last couple of weeks. Yeah, so they you know, it's possible that they're going to get called up, or they might make it a Rumble appearance. That's true. I forgot about those two guys. So that's it. Leaves a lot. It, it leaves a lot of, of, of guessing. Uh, I'm trying to think what other person that I'm trying to think that uh, deserves to uh, uh, be, in, be in the Rumble. Um, I don't know, man. It, it's it's a lot of guys that uh, may, I don't know, maybe uh, who was that guy that AJ Styles was feuding with for a while? Uh wait, who are you talking about? What in Austin Deary? No, no, oh, 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 Grayson Waller. Yeah, yeah, him. I can see Grayson pro- being in it, especially since AJ is in it. it. It's it's possible, yeah. The continue like could be it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just I'm just throwing you know, you know yeah people out there who could possibly um you know be 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 in the match. I I don't know. You know, so it's it's intriguing. We don't know. It could be somebody from Impact that wants to get in there. It could be somebody from some other, um, you know, some other, uh, you know, in Indies or or whatnot. But uh, but yeah, I, I am. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm intrigued uh, to see who could possibly be in. Man, um, do do they put in? Do they put it in? Uh, what's this? What what the guy, the artist formerly known as Walter. <laughs> oh, Gunter? Yeah, Gunter. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure he stayed on 2.0. You, you know, yeah, uh, they yeah. they were going to bring him up just yet, but yeah, he it's it's clear that uh, that Imperium are going to be primed for the um, main roster soon. So, and I mean, sh- shit, Gunter, he's been getting himself in shape for yeah. uh, like he he lost a lot of weight, oh, man, trimmed up, yeah, looking more muscular, more leaner. It's clear that you know there there are some plans for you know for uh, for him and at Pyramid Large you know to do something you know in the future um, post NXT. So um, and as far as the name change, I, I don't really care one way or another. If he's still being a badass, it is he's what still, it is. He's you know it's like it's coming to America. Yeah. If his yeah. mother name, if, his mean, mother, if his mother named Cassius, I'm gonna call it Cassius. If his mother named Walter, I'm gonna name him Walter. That's it. That's it. He's, yeah. he's Walter to me. And, uh, hey, they can, they can do all that. But uh, you did see that. But that, you did see that post. Somebody was like, "Oh, uh, if they're making a big shit about that, then they probably see where Dolph Ziggler got his name from." Like <laughs> shit. <laughs> it was it was pretty much named after Dirt Diggler. Right. But I yeah, know. it I, is funny. It is very I, funny I, how that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, man, I'm excited for um uh yeah possibly uh, and I I had a. Uh, Said to see you last night. Uh, you know, I think uh, we may may do a Twitter space uh, dur- during the pay per view, yeah. or, or should yeah, I say the uh, premium live event now? Um, oh yeah, premium live event. 
you know, uh, doing that. I think, I think uh, we should definitely do that, man. Saturday night should be fun. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, who do you think is going to win for the women's, though? Uh, I still have Bianca as my pick. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Bian- Bianca is my pick until otherwise noted, you know. Uh, I don't think – I think Dewdrop, you know, she's she, um, she's going to be the title matchup from Becky Lynch. So, normally, you know, the challengers don't, you know, go into the Rumble for those type of matches, even though Charlotte put herself into the Rumble match. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, yeah Bianca is my pick at this moment. Now, I, I, I expect – like some surprise returns. Um, I mean, we know per, for the most part, Alexa Bliss is going to be in the match, even though it hasn't been announced yet. Right. She's she's like she's on the road to recovery, the road to return. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm pretty sure Alexa. Uh, like, if they want to save Alexa for the Rumble to come in, that's cool. If if not for something else, then we know that she's on her way back. Yeah. So that's not going to be a surprise. But um, but any other surprises that come through, man, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. I know the rumors are definitely are swirling, though. Yeah, uh, they're, yeah. they're heavily swirling at this time. But you know, this is how it is. I know. Media season, like I know, it, it's going to get its highest when it's Rumble time. Yeah, I will make one thing clear though that I do not expect to see Bailey. I I don't think she's going to be in the people. Yeah, I, I, I wish she, I wish she was going to be there in there, but I don't know. Nah, nah, I don't think I, she it's is. nah, nah, no. Mm-mm. WrestleMania, I have a better. You have. A, I feel like there's a better chance of seeing her at Mania than, 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 than the Rumble. Or at least the night after Mania. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, so that I, I, I can agree with with that. But no, I don't. I don't see her. Charlotte is not winning the match. Like I, I know it's kind of great. You know, yeah, she wins. She could pick her opponent. Whatever. That shit is not going to happen. So I mean, I, I honestly though, unless something catastrophic happens, uh, um. I'm going with Bianca. I'm going with Bianca. I mean, it, it, I, for me, there's just no other person I can think of. Same. You know, you know, but, um, but you know, let me ask you this, man. You know, since uh-huh. we're talking about Rumble, um, is there like, what, what is, what do you consider your top three Rumbles that you've ever seen? Your top three favorite ones. Top three favorite ones? Uh, for sure. Um, the Rumble where Cena made his return. Uh, okay. in Bass Square Garden, yeah, that's uh definitely at my um, one of my top favorites. Uh, I think it was, I think this one was in San Antonio, uh, where it was um Shawn Michaels and Taker, yeah, I believe they were the final yep. two, yep. Uh, and uh, that was that was one of my other favorite rumbles, and uh, you know, the more recent ones, I, I honestly, other than you know, Edge returning in 2020. Yeah. That was like one of my favorite Rumble moments, but I don't know if it was necessarily my favorite Rumble. So it was probably one of one of those Rumbles, like in like in um probably in the mid two thousands. I'll I'll go with Cena Batista. Okay, you know, I like the finish of that. And, 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 and you know, Fisher Band, he uh, he blew both his kneecaps I, trying to get into the ring. So I, I agree. Yeah, so I agree. It, it, yes, I feel like that's one of the most underrated Rumble matches that nobody talks about for whatever reason. I don't know. Considering that how it was, a, it pretty much was the, it was like, here's the next generation, the next two guys that's going to lead the company. Right there. Yeah. Right there then. Hot, hot is crazy. Uh, you know, that 2005, um, you know, I, that's for me, uh, for me, my top three, um, 
that that I've my personal favorites uh 92 92 will always be the top would always be the the, the top of the list for me. That was the um, one for the WWE title, right? Yep, that's the one Flair one. Just the Flair one, yep. I mean, if you look about if you look at that that rumble, that was it was it was a pretty it was one of the most most well thought out and, and structured rumbles. Yeah. From it, it, it just it's it's the it's the ceiling for me, man. That's it's the top for me. Um, and then because there's just so many moving parts, and then Bobby the Brain Heenan, God bless his soul, man. Um, his his whole it's not it's unfair to flare thing. Uh, it, it's a stroke. It's a master class in in, in in heel manager commentary 101. Um, but then him, the chemistry with him and Gorilla Monsoon, that that's that was like one of their last, uh, I remember, pay-per-views that they had called together, as a matter of fact, too, um, of that one. Uh, the second one, I will say, um, it may not be like in terms of work rate or anything like that as far as the best rumbles 98 for me uh rumbles is, is always going to be the, up there too i will forever watch I, i'll always love that yeah one. um because i mean that was you know austin's second one in a row and, and it was just right in the that, that that was that was the one though right that was the one that truly crowned stone cold era yeah, yep, it's that was the one yep. that was the one and the rock him and the rock being the last two which another one which yeah. told you right there these are the next two guys is carrying this <laughs> this company forward. Uh, you know, it, it just it, that I, I loved how that was structured. Um, and the third one, you know, two thousand and one uh, in New Orleans, two thousand and one. Ironic, Austin won that one too. But I, the thing I liked yeah. the most about it was just that. Um, I just vividly remember watching it live as it was going on, and and that was the thing where that was also leading up to you know one of the greatest manias of all time, WrestleMania seventeen, and you know, mm-hmm. and who was you know the last three in there, The Rock, Austin, and and, and Kane, you know, so yeah. Uh, but the whole structure of the match was funny. Drew Carey being in there and then eliminating himself once Kane came in, and then. <laughs> Randomly, honky tonk man coming in there. And I, I really wanted Drew Carey to be tombstone that night, man. <laughs> I, I, I was really hoping for it. Dog. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, um, and, and uh, I remember, uh, like, some honky tonk coming in there, getting and then Kane hitting him with the guitar. Um, <laughs> and Kane shaking his head, no. <laughs> um, but it was, it, it was a lot going on. Big Show came back after being gone for a while. Um, I remember in that match and choke slamming everybody before the Rock eliminated. So th- for yeah. me, those are my top three. But the, the, if I had a number four, was is definitely two thousand and five. I really felt uh, what was a very good one that and uh, one that gets a lot of views, little lot of watches uh, for sure. Uh, but out of the recent ones, man, like in the last ten years or something like that, uh, I don't know, man. I think you know what. The one where Shinsei, he had one. Oh, Shinsuke won? Yep. Yeah, that was also the same year, Um, I believe, Asuka won the first yes. Women's Rumble. Yep, yep. Yeah, those were good. Those were definitely good. I like I yes. liked the Women's Rumble a lot, too. That first one was awesome. Yes, it was. It was. And um, gosh, man, you know, I was watching that the other night, The that one, 
when Shinsuke won. Yeah. And when he announced that he was, uh, you know, going to face AJ Styles at Mania. You know, I remember going to Mania for that one, 34. Man, I was so, I was so underwhelmed. <laughs> now that I think yeah, about man. it. I was so underwhelmed uh, for that Mania. Uh, gosh, I think because it was so, I think 30, we were so spoiled with 30. Yeah. And everything that happened. It was just one of those manias that you just can't you you wanted to replicate, but you just couldn't replicate it, even though it was in the yeah. same city. But it's just um, but I think reason why thirty four didn't hit as much as thirty, um, it's just the just the the allure of it being thirty. It's a you know everything in in multiples of tens, you know. Um, it just uh-huh. added that extra, and then you couldn't. You yeah, it's, a start, mile, it's a milestone. Yeah, and you couldn't start that mania the, the, any better than the way it did. You know, anyway. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no, but those are those are my my top ones, man. So uh you know, hey, I would love for this one on Saturday to be, you know, you know, rival any of those. Um women's too, you know. Uh mm-hmm. I would love love that. Uh and, and I'm just excited, man. I'm excited to, to, to see what happens on Saturday, man. But, uh, but yeah. Um, yes, Saturday night. So, um, St. Louis, Missouri uh, at the the Dome. What is it? They call it the Dome in America Center or something like that. Yeah, the former yeah. St. Louis Rams Arena. Yep. Oh, you know. and then, you know, you know who's going to be the fan favorite for, to win that? Randy Orton. Oh, no, Orton, Orton for sure. You know, Orton's yeah. going to be the fan favorite to win that. What's the yeah. last time? What's the last time we heard like a, a, a St. Louis pop? To Orton, like I, I can't it's, it's been a long time. I can't remember, man. I I really yeah. can't remember. It's been. So a I, long I know it's going to be huge, bro. Definitely, definitely, man. But um, uh, yep, excited to see that. Um, but um, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> before before we get to any closing arguments, closing remarks, should I say? Um, I do want to talk about one other thing that happened in sports that I, I would love to rant about, and that is with uh. Baseball Hall of Fame. Floor is yours, man. Uh, let me say this. The Baseball Writers of America, whatever, whoever the hell they want to call themselves, they are a fucking joke. They are a joke. Congrats to Big Poppy to get into the Hall of Fame. Um, I have no problems with, with Ortiz getting in there. Um, he did a lot of great things in, you know, playing and but he got in because he was well-liked also. And for the people out there that say Barry Bonds should not have gotten in there, Roger Clemens shouldn't have gotten in there because of whatever type of integrity shit, let me give you a history lesson on integrity. David Ortiz was also mentioned in that infamous uh, you know, trial that happened years ago. You know, with guys, steroids and stuff like that. Yeah, David Ortiz' name came up in there too. And you don't see him being type of, getting any type of flack or anything like that for him not getting in there. But he got in there because of the fact that he was a very likable person. And I like David Ortiz. Granted, he played for the team that I hate the most in the, in, in Major Leagues, the Red Sox. But, you know, I respect his dude. You know, I didn't like the guy, but it's only because of the fact that I respected and feared him that much because the dude did lots of damage against my Yankees. But that's beside the fact. 
Barry Bonds not getting into the Hall of Fame is a travesty in itself. I don't care what anybody tells me. You can give me this whole soliloquy about we need to keep up the integrity of the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame is not, it's not the integrity of fame. It's the Hall of Fame for the best players that ever played the game of baseball. And for a guy that really had Hall of Fame-worthy accomplishments and numbers before he started doing any type of thing, supposedly, uh, with illegal substances, uh, that's a damn shame. But in case people forgot who Barry Bonds is and what he did in the field, let me run it down quick quick to you real quick. Uh, The dude has numerous records. Now we all know what his home runs in a single season you know, home runs in a career. We all know that stuff. Home runs against four different pitchers, 449. Home runs since hitting 40 years old, 74. You know, we, we all know what he did in his older years. But consecutive seasons with 30 or more home runs, 13. That's right, 13 in a row. Years in a row with 30 or more home runs. Started in 1992. He wasn't doing no shit in 1992, last time I heard. Slugging percentage in a single season, 2001, 863. Crazy. Slugging percentage in the World Series, 2002, 1.294. Unheard of. Consecutive seasons with 600 slugging percentage or higher. Eight. Eight consecutive seasons, starting in 98 and ending in 2005. Consecutive games with a walk, 18. That's uh, Consecutive games with an intentional walk, six. MVP, MVP awards, seven MVP awards. The closest person as far as MVP awards is only only has three. Bonds won three MVP awards in the 90s. Consecutive MVP awards, four. 2001 and 2004. Nobody has done this. You know, it, it, it's it, it's it's remarkable. And I and there's more too. There's there's more you can that I can okay. give you. But here's the here's the here's the one stat, the the craziest fucking stat of all, to me. Okay, so Bonds, he is a lone member of the 500-500 club, which means he has hit at least 500 home runs and stolen at least 500 bases. No other player has even 400 of both. Let me repeat that. 500 home runs, 500 stolen bases. No other player in the history of Major League Baseball has that. No other player in Major League Baseball has 400 of both. Oh, wow. Like like 400 separately? or 400 home runs and 400 stolen bases. Nobody even has that. Damn. He is also one of only four players in baseball, his MLB history, to be in a 40-40 club. He did this in 1996. <laughs> 40 home runs and 40 stolen bases. 1996. So if you want to start his integrity, disrespecting the integrity of the game argument, and if you want to start that, let's say in 2002, for example, you can go ahead and do that. But the numbers that, this guy that, has that put up. He still have a that. Hall of Fame career by that point. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, it, it's Chris, it's, it's astonishing. Sluggish percentage leader. Seven times he was a he was a sluggish percentage leader. Three times he did that in the 90s. 90, 92, 93. Wow. 
Uh, it's consistently too on base on base percentage leader. Ten times he was the te- on base percentage leader in a, in in a national league. Ten times, ninety one through ninety three, ninety five, two thousand one, two thousand four, two thousand six, two thousand seven. This is that's what I'm saying, man. This guy deserves to be in there, and it's these old. Whatever they want to call these people, it, that, that that these writers in there, these older guys, that that this they, with this broomstick so far up their ass with this stuff, you know. And the same thing with Clemens. Clemens deserves to be in there. He deserves to be in there too. Yeah. You know, A Rod. He he deserves to be in there too at some point. I that's my thing. There are certain players that I I don't want to hear this shit about. We can't allow people in there who disrespect the game when there are people who disrespected the game by moral standards that are in the Hall of Fame to this day. The only person that I would say that probably does, that definitely deserves to be in there, but he will never be in there because of is a different situation is Pete Rose, and we and I'm not going to yeah, get into that. Pete, Pete Rose for sure. You know I, that that's a different story, but. My thing is this, like I said, Barry Bonds not being there, it's, they're so tone deaf, Major League Baseball. And don't think for a single second, and I know this, nobody wants to use this, and, and, and I hate to say this, but like I said, the fact that he wasn't a warm and sociable person to the media and the treatment that he got during those those peak years, those, I guess, I, if you want, I don't even want to say peak years, but the years that, that that he was crushing all of these records with Babe Ruth and all that, we know how Major yeah. League Baseball feels about Babe Ruth. Mm-hmm. Nobody could ever do Babe Ruth. Even when Henry Aaron, Hank Aaron, right? When uh-huh. he was doing this stuff. When he beat – remember, nobody wanted him to beat Babe Ruth's home runs record or Roger Maris's stuff. Like, nobody wanted him to beat any of this stuff. And – is because America's pastime, it's baseball, and let alone a person of African-American descent do something great of this nature. Mm-hmm. It is, it's an issue. And I hate to say it, but that's just the way it is in the world. It's I'm the not, right I'm, pastime. I will, not, I will not step on eggshells. And you can have any type of issue or debate about me with this all you want, and that's, pers- and that's fine. But I will stand and, and die on this hill to say that there is numerous reasons why Barry Bonds is not in there, and none of it has to do with what he did on the field, which should be the only thing that holds merit for anybody to be in there. That is it. Simple yeah. as that. And I cannot respect those guys, those people that did not want to vote for him, to get in, to get enough votes to get in there. It's a damn shame. But it is what it is. And those people just gonna have to deal with it, but but it's I just shake my head, I shake my head at the, yeah, man. the the bullshit of that. But um, but other than that, um, uh, yeah, my 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 rant is done. But yes, uh, it's it, it's sad, it's real sad. But uh, but yeah, um, but other uh, but but to close it out, man, um, you know, it is what it is. We know how sports is. Uh, mm-hmm. and uh, we're 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 not we're we're not going to go any more deeper other than that. 
But uh, but on the other hand, man, uh, but like I said, uh, covered a lot of stuff uh, this 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 episode. Uh, like I said, a lot of stuff going on, football happening, uh, conference championship games this weekend, uh, World Rumble happened this weekend. Um, oh, one more thing, a uh, couple of more things I want to uh, mention. Number one, um, shout out to to the former Dean Ambrose, um, uh, John Moxley. Yeah, shout out to him for. Um, coming back and looked very extremely healthier he looked yeah he looked man like almost like 10 years, 10 years is like cut, cut off from his age how he how he looked before he had went into rehab shout out to him man that's great um and, and um i've, I've been, always been a fan even with him with the shield anyway and shout out to uh uh, uh seth and uh roman for for mentioning i think seth yeah, didn't mention him in the promo yeah he uh, dogged him he yeah, dogs him by by name as Mox too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, which was pretty cool. Yeah, so uh, shout out to that. Um, and then also on the personal note, uh, uh, me being a hockey fan, my team Islanders, uh, we had lost uh, one of our uh, uh, key alumni, uh, dynasty alumni players, Clark Gillies. Um, uh, amazing guy, amazing figure. Um, not only for the Islanders organization, but also um, on Long Island itself. And uh, it's a shame, it's a shame that he had passed away from uh, prostate cancer, uh, and he's been battling. Yeah. He was battling for a while. Uh, he is a hockey. Oh, wow. He is a hockey hall of famer, um, a legend. Uh, I, there's a lot more I could go into there, but um, but I just wanted to uh, uh, put that out there, uh, and, and uh, you know, uh, prayers and, and, and condolences to his, his family, and um, you know, it was a big big blow uh for for our fan base and um it's it's a shame it's a real shame but yeah those just um to um to the islanders fan base and uh, yeah 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 just um for a loss there it was tough but uh but yep but um like i said that's that's what's in store um again uh don't uh got anything you need to say man before we uh sign off from here well um i've been watching a lot of uh the african cup of nations um these this last month or so, and so they're going right into the quarterfinals um, this weekend. And you know, I, I'm saying like, like if anyone was trying to get into soccer or were looking for something to watch, you know, as you know the NFL season starts to wrap up, and you wanted to watch, just check it out. This, this tournament is definitely for you, man. It, it is it's really good, high quality games. But there's shenanigans in it, man. You know, Af- Afcon, man. There's always like what, what, what was my friends call it? Bad juju, bad yeah. juju happening, and that's that's what happened with some of these games because a lot of the favorites got knocked out early. Nigeria's gone. Um, Ivory Coast just eliminated along with Mali today, um, and, and also um, Algeria, the champions. They didn't even make the knockout stage. They got eliminated in the group stages. Mm. Uh, so it, it, it's pretty crazy, man. The only favorites that are left right now are uh, Cameroon, uh, who are playing the Gambia on Saturday, uh, Morocco, who's facing Egypt, and Senegal, who's facing um, Equatorial Guinea, who, who are like the underdogs in this tournament. They've been winning big games and delivering, you know, in, in major moments uh, and eliminating all. They're kind of the giant killers in this tournament. So it's been pretty fun, man. Been pretty fun to watch, and uh, I'm, I'm that's why I'm looking forward to watching. Uh, you get to see some of the best players in the world compete 
And uh, and you know, it, it is a special tournament because you know it's a lot of niggas in it too. So it's just something, <laughs> something to enjoy. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, there's there's still gonna be that day that I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to really get invested. I'm gonna have to really sit down and and, and watch uh, watch this stuff, man. Uh, one one day, one day I'm gonna get into it for sure. Uh, but uh, but yeah. But other than that, uh, you know, thank you everybody for uh, you know uh, listening to to the podcast. Um, as always, uh, like I said, we are part of the family podcast network. So um, if you go to thefamilypn.com, uh, go ahead and sign up for the newsletter. You know, get a lot of updates on you know our, uh, you know when we put our podcast out and other podcasts on on the family podcast network. Um, so you know, so basically, you know, it, it, it's a lot of great a lot of great shows out there. So if you're a sports person. Love sports. We got we got a uh, you know unashamed uh, sports cast. They they got their podcast for locally over here Richmond Richmond Virginia based. Um, you know focusing on uh, local athletes over here, and they touch on national you know sports stuff too. Um, or if you're a wrestling fan like like you know me me and Chris are you know wrestling chat with friends got that uh, podcast up on on the podcast network too mm-hmm. uh, with, with Ty Megan and and Cheats on there um, and. Also, if you're in the beer, drinking beer, um, there's a couple there's there's numerous amount of podcasts up there. Um, you got Capso Collective, you got Booze and Grooves, you also got um, you know, what was a uh, Craft Beer Mafia. Uh I, I met met both of the guys uh for that show uh yesterday in the Zoom meeting. Very great guys. Um, you know, they, these if you're a beer person, check out those three shows also on the podcast network. There's other shows coming up, uh uh down the pipeline in the future but if you want to keep abreast and, and, and keep updated and, and to know about it once again go sign up for the newsletter familypn.com that's where you'll also find us at and uh so yeah spread the word let everybody know about it and uh you know uh until next time you know peace out everybody be safe out there um you know if you're in the northeast hearing this uh you know god bless y'all with the snow because i don't want to over here in richmond that's for sure yeah, I know you don't want it down in ATL. That's that's. I mean, nasty. nah, man, nah, for sure, bro. No, nobody wants to mess around with that. But, <laughs> nah. but uh, <laughs> but yeah, but once again, uh, like I said, find me on Instagram. Uh, you know, find us on Instagram. Uh, NW. Uh, uh, bar, no word, no words. Bardcast on Instagram. NW Bard Podcast on Twitter. Twitter. Rappers and actors. That's Chris. Mm-hmm. Mo be knowing. That is me. Find us on there. We also got a Facebook page up. Numerous ways to interact with us. Hit us up. Let us know. Whatever feedback, suggestions, anything. We're very interactive. Looking forward to hear from any any and all of you guys out there that's listening to this. But uh once again, take care, everybody. Have a good rest of the week. And uh until next time, peace out. Peace.